John chapter 18. John chapter 18 in the Word of God. John 18. Of course, uh, we're going to see here where Jesus is before Pilate. Jesus is before Pilate. John chapter 18. And we're going to read verses 33 through 40. Verses 33 through 40, John 18. Say this in the Word of God. John 18, verse 33. says, Then Pilate entered into judgment hall again and called Jesus and said unto him, Art thou king of the Jews? Jesus answered him, Sayest thou this thing of thyself, or did others tell it of me? Pilate answered, Am I a Jew? Thine own nation and the chief priest had delivered thee unto me. What hast thou done? Jesus answered, My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, then would my servants fight, that I should not be delivered to the Jews. But now is my kingdom not from hence. Pilate therefore said unto him, verse 37, Art thou a king then? Jesus answered, Thou sayest that I am a king. To this end was I born. For this cause came I into the world, that I should bear witness unto the truth. Everyone that is of the truth heareth my voice. Pilate saith unto him, What is truth? And when he had said this, he went out again unto the Jews, and saith unto them, I find in him no fault at all. But ye have a custom that I should release unto you one of at the Passover. Will ye therefore that I release unto you the king of the Jews? Verse 40, Then cried they all again, saying, Not this man, but Barabbas. Now Barabbas was a robber. Heavenly Father, Lord, we come before you today through the blood and the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, Lord, we just praise you and glorify you and magnify you. And Lord, we just want to lift you up. And Lord, we want to say that you're worthy this morning. And Lord, you're altogether lovely and you do with all things well. And Lord, we trust you, God. We rest in your faithfulness. Now, Lord, we pray for those that are here. We pray for those that are listening. Uh, God, you know people's spiritual needs this morning. If there's anybody here, somebody listening that needs to be saved, God, that you would work in that heart through thy spirit and through the very word of God. Draw that one unto you. What a great day. What a great time uh, to be saved, to be born again by the grace of God. Lord, if maybe it's just somebody has something else going on, just needs some help in an area spiritually, Lord, give them what they need and strengthen them, encourage them, lift them up, dear God. Lord, we pray for physical needs. Lord, uh, so many that are sick among us, Lord, we ask you to touch them, Lord, please, and uh, help uh, everyone to uh, get rest and recover well, that we can be back together soon, that they can be at work and school and uh, wherever they might need to go this week. Lord, please touch them this day. Uh, dear Lord, and uh, Lord, we uh, uh, thank you, uh, dear God, uh, uh, again, uh, Lord, that uh, we can be together. Lord, we thank you about uh, with uh, uh, Christmas coming up and uh, being again together with uh, loved ones and friends. Help us to be an effective witness as well. Now, again, help us as we look at this portion of Scripture that you'd be glorified thereby. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now, notice again, verse 37. Verse 37 says this. Pilate therefore said unto him, Art thou a king then? Art thou a king then? Now notice what Jesus answered. Thou sayest I am a king. And notice Jesus' statement. To this end was I born. To this end was I born. And then he says, For this cause came I. To this end was I born. For this cause came I into the world. 
that I should bear witness unto the truth. And everyone that is of the truth heareth my voice. Now, of course, we're celebrating the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let me give you Luke 2. We were just talking about that. Many of us, or I could have sister stand up and quote it for me, but I'll just go ahead and read it. Uh, Luke chapter 2, verses 11 through 14. I'll just read those. Say this, Luke 2, 11 through 14. You know the story. The angel said, for unto you is born this day. I like that. This day in the city of David, a Savior. Amen. He was born a Savior. He was already the Savior when he was born, which is Christ the Lord. As that babe, he was already, amen. He came into the world a Savior. He came into the world as Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was an angel, a multitude of the heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace, goodwill toward man. Amen. That's a good thing. That's still a good thing to shout out. Amen. In 2021. Amen. Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. And then again, remember, Pilate had asked, art thou a king then? Well, remember when the, the wise men uh, showed up after his birth, right? Matthew chapter two, verses one and two says this. And when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, where is he, notice the statement, that is born, that is born king of the Jews. For we have seen his star in the east and are come to worship him. So we see he was born a savior. He was born a king, amen. He always has been and will always be who he is, amen? Nothing's gonna change that. And notice this statement about, uh, in Romans 14, nine, right? Jesus said, to this end was I born. I like that statement, to this end. That statement is used in Romans 14, nine, where it says this. For to this end, Christ, to this end, Christ both died and rose and revived that he might be the Lord both of the dead and living. And so I like this thought, his beginning, right? When he came to the world, right? When he was birthed, his beginning was to this end. I mean, that's the whole reason he came is what it's saying. His beginning was to this end. You see, so as we celebrate the birth of Christ, we need to understand we cannot truly celebrate and appreciate the Christ's birth unless we truly understand and appreciate why he came to earth. In other words, we can't really appreciate the birth unless we truly appreciate why he came to earth in the first place. And he tells us that, and he understood that. Now, going back to verses 33 and 34, we'll go back up and go through this. It says again, then Pilate entered into the judgment hall again and called Jesus, said to him, art thou king of the Jews? And I like what Jesus says. Jesus answered him, sayest thou this thing of thyself or did others tell it of me? That's a good question. That's a good question. In other words, why do you think what you think about Jesus? That's a good thing to ask people. Well, what do you think of Jesus? Well, why do you think about Jesus? Why do you believe that about Jesus? Do you believe it? Are you going by just what someone said? Or did it finally, as we might say, click in your heart and mind of who Jesus really is? Hey, uh, a lot of people tried to tell me who Jesus was as I was growing up. 
Amen. They tried to tell me who Jesus was. And I, some, some people even told me the truth about who Jesus was. Uh, but thank God when I stand here today and I say, Jesus Christ is Savior. When I say, Jesus Christ is Lord. When I say, Jesus Christ is King. I say it, amen, because, amen, I, I've heard it from him and I know the truth. It's settled in my heart. And uh, that's why I, I like this verse in John 4, 42 that we mentioned so often. Remember when the woman at the well, she finally realized who Jesus was and she ran out into town and said, oh, come see a man, come see a man, right? And they all ran out. And I love this statement that was made in verse 42 of John 4. And they said unto the woman, now we believe not because of thy saying, for we have heard him ourselves, and know that this is indeed the Christ, the Savior of the world. Now, listen, we need to be telling people but our desire as we tell people is that, amen, their, their eyes of understanding in their heart would be open and that they would truly see and understand who Jesus Christ is and that they would say who he is, not just based upon the word of man, but they would be putting their faith in the word of God of who Jesus Christ is. And so, boy, uh, 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 a pilot made that statement. Boy, Jesus put it on him. Hey, well, you know, why are you saying this? You just listen to somebody else. Hey, you know what? I'm right here. If you'll pay attention, you know, if Pilate would have paid attention to what Jesus was saying instead of just all that noise going on around him. Well, listen, when you're trying to witness somebody, the devil will make sure a lot of times there's noise going on all around or in the guy's mind or in the person's heart. So Jesus put it on him and said, say this thing of thyself or did others tell thee? Boy, I'm glad I can say it of myself because I understand who is who he is. But and, and, and then it's sort of interesting. He says in verse five, and he, he ends verse 35 says this. What hast thou done? Well, he puts up and says, hey, what do you mean? It's your hey, it's your people that delivered you. What hast thou done? What was he saying? He said, hey, what, what, why did they bring you to me? What are you guilty of? What are you guilty of? Now, we know uh, Jesus didn't really answer that question. He was there as a lamb. But man, don't you wish you could go back in time as a child of God and be standing there when Pilate asked that question. Say, hey, you want to, hey, 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 you know, he, he, he may not tell you what, what, what he's guilty of, but I'll be glad to tell you what he's guilty of. He's guilty of loving me. Amen. He's guilty of loving the world. He's guilty of loving the lost souls of men. That's what Jesus was guilty of as he stood before Pilate. He hadn't broken any law, amen. He was, the only thing he was guilty of is loving a lost and dying world, amen. And today he's still guilty of still loving a lost and dying world. That's what he was guilty of as he stood because that's why he was standing there. Because, amen, he loved and cared about the souls of men. And he came to pay that price to this end was he born? Verse 36, again, he says, Am I a Jew, thine own nation? All right, uh, 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 turn you over to me. And notice what Jesus says in verse 36. Uh, my kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, then would my servants fight that I should not be delivered to the Jews. But now is my kingdom not from hence. Hey, listen. Here's what Pilate needs to understand, needed to understand. Pilate, what he's saying is, Pilate, this thing's bigger than you. You need to realize what you're dealing with right now. This thing is bigger than you. 
And what you're dealing with right now and what you're about to see happen reaches far beyond your ability, reaches far beyond your little area of a power and authority and influence. Amen. Pilate, you have no understand what is going on before you. Pilate, you have no idea what you're dealing with. Because you see, my kingdom, what, what God, Jesus was saying is this. My kingdom is not of this world. My kingdom is over this world. <laughs> That's the difference. He said, my kingdom is not of this world. My kingdom is, not, is over this world. And we know that uh, to be this, the case. And so then we come down to verse 37 and he says, he makes this statement. When he asked, art thou a king? That he says, again, thou sayest I'm a king. Again, to this end, notice Notice how he, 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 he makes uh, two statements here. And they're really, uh, though they might sound similar, he's really saying two different things with each statement. The statement one is this, to this end was I born. All right, so he makes a statement, he was born. And then he makes another statement, for this cause came I into the world. So one statement says, I was born into this world. He's making a statement there. That's why you pay attention to these things. But then, the, then he turns around and says, not only was I born into this world, I came into this world. Now, let's uh, deal with that first one. He says, he says, for this, notice he makes that statement, for this cause came I. Let me just stop there for a moment. This cause. We talked about David the other day. Remember when David went before Goliath, what did he say? Is there not a cause? Is there not a cause? And we need to understand that Christ came for that same cause that uh, David fought for. What was the cause that David fought? What was the cause that David was willing to be so bold for? What? That all the earth might know. The cause, we talked about that the other day, was that all the earth might know. And that was the same cause for which Jesus Christ came, that all the world may know who he is. And that there is a God. Jesus said in John 12, 27, remember when Jesus was in the garden and he was praying, he made this statement. It says in John 12, 27, now is my soul troubled. And what shall I say, Father? Save me from this hour. Then he makes a statement, the same statement, for this cause came I. For this cause came I unto this hour. Lord, I, uh, Father, I'm in your hands, but I want you to know you gave me this body, so I got to deal with this human side of me. But I want you to know I am still focused on why I came to this earth. Amen. He never lost his focus. No matter, no, even when he was, as it were, sweating great drops of blood, he still understood and stayed focused on why he came. And it's important to understand that that little word has, has great significance. And again, in one, he says, I was born. But in the other one, he says, I came into this world because that word came has significance. That thought right there, the thought of that word carries this, carries this thought. When you when you came, it has the thought of passing from one place to another. In other words, when he says, I came here, he's saying I already existed somewhere else. And, and so what I did, I, from where I existed before, I left where I existed before, and I came to this earth. <laughs> but listen, uh, I, I didn't suddenly become alive in that manger. 
I already existed. So he says this. He says, before Christ existed on earth as a babe in the manger, which is what we celebrate, but before he was that babe in the manger, it's important to understand, it's important for the world to understand that he already existed in another place. And he already existed in that other place as King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Amen. And that King of Kings, that Lord of Lords, that God of glory. Amen. amen. He stepped out of that place and he willingly, by the grace of God, came to this place. Amen. As a child in that manger. But he already existed. So not only was he born as a human, but he came also as God. And he is Emmanuel, Amen. God with us. So as the son of man, he was born into the world. But as the son of God, or as God the son, as part of the triune God who already existed, he came into the world as well. And so we need to realize that when we, when we, and that's, that's a good thought. When you're sharing about Christmas with people, say, oh, let me tell you, not only was Jesus born in the world, not only are we celebrating the day the Son of Man was born, but we're also celebrating the day the Son of God came into the world. And people need to understand that. Jesus didn't begin to exist that day. The only difference that day, amen, is not only was he God, but he was God in the flesh. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten son of God, full of grace and truth. And so that's what we're celebrating. We're not just celebrating a babe in a manger. We're celebrating God in the manger, God in the flesh. So as you talk about Christmas to people, as you talk about the birth of Christ, make sure you share both sides of it. Amen. Not only was he born into the world, but he also came into the world. Not only was he the son of man, but he was also the son of God that came. And what a wonderful thought that is. And he understood why he was born in the world. He understood why he came into the world. And he tells it, to this end was I born. And for this cause came I into the world that what? That I should bear witness unto the truth. You see, he came to bear witness unto the truth. You see, his sacrifice bore witness of the truth. It bore witness of the truth of man's sinfulness. Right. He was bearing with the truth is right that what I'm doing right here, I'm bearing witness to the truth. And the truth is man is sinful and man is guilty before a holy God. That is what I'm bearing witness to. That's the truth. And I'm bearing witness to that truth. I'm also bearing witness to the truth that even though you're ungodly, even though you're sinful, I still love you. But God commended his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died. The Christ died for us. Why? Because unto this end was he born and for this cause came he in to the world to bear witness of the truth. No one can deny that God loves the world. It's the truth. And his sacrifice and what Jesus Christ did when he came bears witness to that truth. It bears truth to the fact of God's holiness. <laughs> That's why there had to be a sacrifice, because God's holy, right? And sin 
has to be judged. It bore truth to the wages of sin. He was, hey, there's a price for sin. There's a price, amen, for the way you're living your life and being rebellious against the holy God. The wages of sin is death and me hanging on this cross bears witness to that truth that there is a price for sin and so much more. Amen. He bore witness to the truth. That's why he came to bear witness to the truth. Amen. That God was trying to show man. And so, uh, uh, of course, we know that famous line that Pilate says, what is truth? Oh, that sounds, you know, so, you know, yes, yes, yes like a college professor just saying it. Amen. <laughs> right. <laughs> what is truth? What is truth? But of course, we know truth is more than a what? Being Bible believers and knowing the word God, we know truth is more than a what? It's a who? John 1, 17. Well, I recorded John 1, 14. But then John 1, 17 also says this. The law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. What is truth? Again, people ask that question and speak of truth in a philosophical way. You know, they try to sound so smart. But few people, unfortunately, few people truly seek and desire the truth. Because, you know why? You know why people really don't want to know the truth? Because when you know the truth, you're accountable to the truth. Once you know the truth, right? That's what the Bible teaches, right? Uh, when you know the truth, you're accountable to the truth. And that's why people don't want to hear this book. Because if they hear this book, they hear the truth of the word of God. They hear about who Jesus is. They hear what he's done for them. They're going to be accountable for that. And the Bible makes that clear. If they hear the truth, they're accountable to the truth. And that's why, unfortunately, most people don't want to know it because they don't want to be accountable. People don't like the society. You see that today. People don't want to be accountable. They hadn't, people aren't responsible for their actions anymore. There's an excuse for everything, but they are going to be accountable and answer to God. And that's the truth. And notice what it says, know the truth. Then it mentions those that are of the truth. Everyone that is of the truth heareth my voice. Amen. Thank God. I like that of it. You see, it's not, it's not enough just to know it. You need to be of it. Amen. Not only am I glad I'm, I know the truth this morning, but I've been saved. So not only do I know the truth, I'm of the truth. Amen. I am of the truth by the grace of God. You see, those that have been changed by the truth. My life has been changed by the truth of who Jesus Christ is. My life has been changed by the truth, amen, that he died for me and shed his blood for me and was buried and rose again the third day for me. You see, that truth, amen, I'm of that truth because I put my faith in it and it changed my life. So I'm changed by the truth. I'm governed by the truth. Truth, those that are of the truth, truth is the source of their character, amen, of who they are of who they are. What, a, what, a, what an amazing thing that is. So we see Christ is king and Christ is truth. You see, he is a king. He's a king who conquers by the convincing evidence of his truth. He's a king who conquers by the convincing evidence of his truth. 
He is a king who rules by the commanding power of his truth, right? He, he rules by the commanding power of his truth, and he is a king whose subjects, that's you and I, of his kingdom, thank God, are of the truth. Again, the question to ask, what is truth? You know, that's a good question. You know, we might talk about how that sounds, you know, being philosophical, but really, that's a good question to ask when you study your Bible. Amen. You should say, hey, I'm a child of God. I'm, I, I want to know as much of the truth as I can. You see, that's a question, a good question to ask when you study God's word. Amen. And his word is truth. You know, as we pray, Lord, lead me into thy truth, into all truth. That's what the spirit of God is there to help us with that. So that's what the psalmist prayed. In Psalm 25, 5, he says, lead me in thy truth and teach me. For art the God of my salvation. On thee do I wait all the day Long. Well, while the world might ask it in a philosophical way, we should be asking it in a theological way, amen, that I want to know as much of this book as I can because I want to know the truth. And then Pilate made this statement. Pilate said, I find no fault in him. Hey, listen, you'll find no fault in him. You may not agree with who he is, but you'll find no fault on him. Pilate did not find any fault in him, and neither will anyone else that has an honest heart search though they might. So he stood, he stood before uh, uh, Pilate, and Pilate asked him all these questions, and he gave Edmund, he said, listen, you need to understand that this is the whole reason I was born. This is the whole reason that I came into the world. Amen. All, all everything, amen. Uh, my, these whole last 33 years and before, amen, have brought me to this moment, amen, to, to, to bear witness to the truth that there's a God in heaven that cares about these souls out here. There's a God in heaven that cares about these souls, and I'm here to shed my blood and give my life, and in the three days, I shall rise again and provide, amen, truth and salvation to a lost and dying world. But unfortunately, we go on here, and what do we see? What happens? Pilate had an opportunity. So you see, uh, Pilate, he tried to wiggle, wiggle out of it, but he couldn't. He's going to face, amen, for what he heard. He heard the truth from Jesus Christ. But then Pilate goes on to say this to, uh, 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 well, let's begin in verse 38. Pilate saith unto him, what is truth? And when he had said that, he went out again unto the Jews and saith unto them, I find no fault in him. Then he says this, but she have a custom. Boy, he's about to get in trouble here, but you have a custom. You see, what's sad, Pilate knew the religious customs of the Jews, but unfortunately, he didn't really know the king of the Jews, Jesus Christ. And we certainly see that today. People don't mind the religious part, amen, of Christianity, but many times they really don't want to know who Jesus Christ really is. He says, but you have a custom that I should release unto you, one at the Passover. Will you therefore that I release unto you the king of the Jews? Boy, the Jews really get in trouble here. What did they cry out? They cried, they all again. Then cried they all again, saying, not this man, but Barabbas. Now, Barabbas was a robber. Mark 15, 15 says this about this situation. Mark 15, 15 says this way. And so Pilate, notice the statement, willing to content the people, willing to content the people, release Barabbas unto them and delivered Jesus when he had scourged him to be crucified. Boy, that shows you right there, politicians haven't changed. They still turn on Jesus and what is right to pacify people instead of taking a stand for what is right. Now, what do you see here? You see two men here. One 
is given a sacrifice and the other is released. You know, thinking about this, this, this is sort of a, a, an illustration of one of the sin offerings spoken of in Luke 16. As a side note, let me give you this. You know, here, what do you have? You have two men there, Jesus and Barabbas. One is given a sacrifice, the other is released. You know, the Bible talks about a sin offering in Luke 16. It says this, verse 8, And Aaron shall cast lots upon two goats, one lot for the Lord, the other lot for the scapegoat. And Aaron shall bring the goat upon the Lord who the lot fell, and offering him for a sin offering. That was Jesus Christ, amen? The lot fell upon Jesus Christ to pay the price for our sin. But the goat on which the lot fell to be the scapegoat shall be presented alive before the Lord to make an atonement with him and let him go for a scapegoat in the wilderness. So we see one is sacrificed, one is set free. And I sure wouldn't compare Barabbas, amen, uh, to an atoning uh, a scapegoat. But I thought it was interesting. It's amazing how God puts things together. Jesus Christ, here he is, the son of man, the son of God. And you know what Barabbas' name means? Son of the father. <laughs> Son of the Father. That's sort of interesting. You have the Son of the Father and the Son of the, 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 son of the, the, son of the Father. It's amazing how God, I uh, don't want to go into that too far, but how God puts things, how God puts things together. But here's the thought, you see. They, could, they had a choice to make. They had a choice to make. So let me ask, who or what do you choose or have you chosen over Jesus? You see, they chose a thief, right, over a giver. They, they, they chose one who takes life over one who gives life. They chose a lawbreaker over a law giver. You know, people reject Jesus for many reasons. People reject many. You know, it's interesting. We know what are our great enemies, right? We say the flesh, the devil, and the world. When you, when you, when you, see, when you see about uh, Jesus Christ being betrayed, when you see those that Jesus stood before, you know what you'll notice? Well, who are our enemies? The flesh, the devil, and the world. Well, why did Judas betray Jesus? Because he listened to the devil. Why did Pilate just betray Jesus? Because he listened to the world. And then Jesus stood before Herod. Why did Herod reject Jesus and send him back? Because he listened to the flesh. He, you know, he, he, he was hoping to see something, right? It was an emotional thing. See, you see, one rejected Jesus because listen to the devil. Another one rejected Jesus because listen to the world. Another one rejected Jesus uh, because he listened to the flesh. But you know what? It doesn't matter why you reject Jesus. The end result is the same and eternal punishment will await you for whatever reason you rejected Jesus. So you, so you can either say, what do they say? Look again what they said in verse 40. Not this man, but Barabbas. So as you stand before Jesus Christ, you can either say, not this man, but Barabbas, whatever your Barabbas might be. Or you can say, not Barabbas, but this man, <laughs> not Barabbas, but this man. Well, aren't you glad that day that you were presented with an option? Amen. You said, no, uh -uh. I don't want Barabbas. I don't want the world. I don't want self. I don't want flesh. Amen. I don't want to listen to the devil. I don't want to listen to the world. I don't want to listen to the flesh. I want to listen to the word of God. I believe what the word of God tells me concerning who Jesus Christ is. And I reject Barabbas and everything else out there in this world. And I want that man. I want Jesus Christ. I want that 
that one that was born in the manger as a son of man. And I want that one that came into the manger as a son of God and lived a sinless, holy, perfect life, then died for me and shed his blood for me and was buried and rose again the third day. That is the one that I choose. Amen. I choose Jesus Christ. As we finish up here, it says this in 1 Timothy 6, 12 and 13. Paul told Timothy, fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life, whereunto thou art called and hast professed a good profession. He said, son, you professed a good profession before many witnesses. And listen to what he compares his profession to. I give thee charge in the sight of God who quickeneth all things and before Jesus Christ, who before Pontius Pilate witnessed a good confession. Amen. Jesus, as he stood before Pilate, amen, he said, listen, Pilate, you don't have any power. Any power you got was given to you by my father. So listen, I understand what's going on here, Pilate. Under this end was I born. And for this cause, I came. That's the whole reason we have something to celebrate when we think about that babe being born in a manger. So as Christ had a good confession, God wants us as Christians to have a good profession. As, as Jesus Christ stood bold and understood everything going on there before Pilate and gave a good confession in 2021, and as we enter the new year, you know what God wants us to do? He wants us to stand bold and give a good profession to a lost and dying world and say, listen, uh, government, listen, world, you're not in control. Pilate, you're not in control. My father's in control. And boy, we can say as Christians today, we can make a good profession and say, listen, uh, 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 White House, you're not in control. And uh, UN, you're not in control. Our father's in control. Uh, what's going on? We understand this situation better than you do. And listen, this thing's bigger than you are, White House. This thing's bigger than you are, world government. Amen. Amen. It's always and always will be about the person of Jesus Christ, our Lord, who he is and why he came. That's what it's all about. So Christ was not ashamed to confess before Pilate. This is why I came. And we shouldn't be ashamed to confess before the world why he came. Amen. We understand. When you see that little nativity scene, we understand what that's all about. We understand why that baby was born. We understand why he came. Amen. He came into this end and he came for this cause. And boy, we have we understand it. Amen. And because we understand it, we as Bible believers should be able to celebrate it like nobody else. Amen. Because we know the truth and we're of the truth. Amen. And so we've got a lot to celebrate this season. So as we celebrate, amen, as we celebrate the birth, Again, let us keep before us why he came to the earth. As we celebrate the birth, let us celebrate why he came to the earth and rejoice that his beginning was to this end on our behalf. Let's pray.